This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. This is the new Kaiju show. One two one two one two. Mike check one two. Uh uh uh. I'm back. I'm black. It's your boy Biz here. Welcome to the new hype show, the show that never ends. <laughs> First off, I want to say pardon me, pardon me. Last episode, so much going on. I did not give my condolences to the Mooney family. Rest in peace to Mr. Paul Mooney. For those that know, well, you, you wouldn't know, but I have Paul Mooney in my I have Paul Mooney in my top five. Race is one of the most phenomenal comedy albums of all time. I used to ride around in my whip playing it. Another one he had called Masterpiece. Oh my God. Paul Mooney's comedy. I don't even call them comedy. I call them uh humorous education, if that makes sense legendary his delivery his knowledge of history um we know that he you know famously wrote for richard pryor um he was the one who actually created i think i could be wrong fact check me please this is why the internet is here i think he created homie the clown for in living color um or wrote either, either way he was a part of that of course he was negro damas on the Chappelle show and like he, you know, he used to say himself, he's the nigga expert. Like whenever shit happened with niggas, they got to call him. Somebody says the N-word. Michael Richards says the N-word. J-Lo said the N-word. Oh, we have to speak to Paul Mooney. I might play something probably in the middle or at the end of the show. One of his bits. Um, this is legendary work, man. Man, lived his life. Remarkable career. You know, he came from the South. He was born in Louisiana. He was raised in Oakland. Um, so he's seen some shit. Throughout his lifetime, you know what I mean? And what's so funny, just before he passed, I remember Aries Spears and Gottfried were doing a Paul Mooney, you know, impersonation battle. Man, listen, I gave the slight victory to Aries Spears because of the mannerisms. Ooh, shit, he nailed that shit from the do-rag, the upside, you know, the backwards do-rag. And just the way Mooney likes to do his mouth when he talks, oh, man. Godfrey nailed it too with his voice. I was like, damn, they kid they both killed it. it. It was like a hard, it was one of those you gotta watch it like 10 times. And you like, I gave Aries just, just a slight edge, you know what I mean? But it, it was dope nonetheless. Godfrey killed it too, man. But Paul Mooney, legendary Paul Mooney. If you weren't up on Paul Mooney, I suggest you get to YouTube and check out his work. But specifically those two albums, phenomenal. I heard them when I was a kid. So I used to you know, later on, when I got older, as I start to understand, you know, his comedy and his thinking, Jesus was black and, you know, so was Cleopatra, like shit like that. That was, that was the name actually one of his shows, his, his stand-ups. Oh, fucking amazing work. Rest in peace, Paul Mooney. You'll definitely be missed, but your work is here. It'll outlast you for the rest of your life. Hell of a legacy. I'm not going to drag it too, too long. Basically, today... Well, if y'all hearing this, my album is already out, but I'm recording it before my album comes out. So y'all hear this, y'all better be streaming, y'all better be downloading my album, run my streams up, it's on YouTube, it's on Tidal, it's on iTunes, it's on Apple Music, it's everywhere music can be found, it's in a hundred stores, we're in Russia, Europe, Africa, South Africa, wherever, Doreen's favorite, man. 
Yo, I got so many stories, but I'm saving these stories to tell for interviews when, you know, I do get interviewed about the album. I told some stories on um on a live that we did with Pain, you know. Um, Yeah, man, there's so much that went into making the album. A lot of stuff happened around it. A lot of stuff just it was crazy. It was a it was a very tumultuous ride. I'll give you one story. Um so I I keep equipment. I have equipment that I record with. I'm recording on right now. Um you know, I have my mixers, my microphones. I have a bunch of them. So that's what I you know, record my shows on, you know, my on my computer. So so the day I decided to record the album, none, nothing worked that day. Nothing worked. It seemed like everything just said, fuck that. The devil wanted to play, right? So I tried one of my laptops. Didn't work. Tried my daughter's laptop. Didn't work. Tried the desktop. Didn't work. I'm putting it in. Pause. None of the computers have recognized the USB from the mixer. I'm like, how is this? All of a sudden, when I want to record, this this happens. I tried my uh, my sister's laptop. I tried like so many other laptops after that. Another desktop that I had to pull out. Pause. Nothing. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Just a week prior, I was recording my podcast. Everything was all good just a week ago. Nothing would work. Nothing. I'm, and now I'm getting frustrated and, and all types of shit is running through my head, right? So frustration hit me. I'm running a sand mash. I'm running to, uh, what was it, the guitar center. I'm trying to get music pieces. I see the shit on the internet. I get to the store. Nobody has it. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? None of my equipment. And this is great equipment. I bought you know, state of the art. I decided to go to Best Buy, buy new equipment. Bought the new equipment. That shit fucking remarkable. Works like a, it was beautiful. I even raved about it, I think, to my sister. And she ended up purchasing the same thing, but... So I decided to sell my equipment. I gave it for a steal. I sold, I sold it for an extremely low price. This gentleman hit me up. I linked up with him. He was like, I can't believe you're selling it for this price. I said, man, I hope it's your, you know, your blessing. This motherfucker records a podcast with the shit. It works fucking phenomenal. I'm like, what the fuck is... He records his whole show. I gave him a fucking mix. I'm not going to say the name. Four microphones. No, three, actually. I gave him the... um. Microphone covers, it, it was, everything was, my stuff is well taken care of. I gave him other various wires and things like that. Mind you, probably like two, 200 somewhere. I gave the motherfucker for $80, man. I sold to him for a steal. I said, go ahead, man. You, you, you know what? It's your blessing. You have fun. This motherfucker records his podcast with this shit every week. Not one problem. What the fuck was that? Like, what, what is it? And, you know, me in my head, I'm like, damn, man, somebody trying to block me. I'm like, fuck that. Let me get out of my own head because once I get in that space... It, it it would have been ugly, so I just ran right to Best Buy, purchased this joint, did some YouTube um research, some Google research, got rave reviews on it. I said, "Oh, this is it." Never had a problem since, and I love it. I love it. I'm not doing no free shit on the show. If they want um promotion, they're gonna have to holler at me, man. But the product is great, man. It's you know it's superior. I love it. But I'm saying that to say this: Doreen's favorite is in stores right now. And you, all your digital stores, I will have hard copies available for those that are into the nostalgia. I will have those. The T-shirts are available. Yo, them T-shirts is moving. And I want to salute everyone that purchased a shirt for me, man. Once again, I'm inventory-less. I have a partner with the shirt. So you place your orders, your shirts will be delivered ASAP. 
We live in an in we live in an inventoryless society. Damon Dash told me this back in two thousand and eight or nine when I spoke to him on Facebook. Wrote me a long email, and that was the only correspondence me and Damon Dash ever had in life. And I wish I saved the message. No, I think because he deleted his Facebook. But we was talking about. He was like, "Yo, it's gonna be an inventoryless society. Get used to it. Here it is. Here we are." Thanks to everyone that purchased a shirt from me, man. I really appreciate it. Um, I love the way those numbers look. <laughs> it's looking sweet. It's still selling. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, you know what? I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, besides Doreen's favorite, Doreen's favorite, Doreen's favorite. Um, I've been watching this whole. I heard Friends had a reunion. I didn't care to watch it. Um, and I'm looking in the. Um, it was a Facebook group. Somebody was talking about. Oh, they're never going to give Living Single its credit. First of all, Living Single was fucking monumental. Let's... We're going to give Living Single its flowers. Why do y'all always want explanations from, from them folks, man? And when I say them folks, y'all know what I'm talking about. From white folks. We got our gems. Fuck it. Let's give... We know friends bit Living Single. We know that. Fuck that. Do we need the validation from them to know that our show was a classic? A fucking masterpiece Living Single was? We never, we never gonna get another show like Living Single. That show was phenomenal. Black professionals. Black professionals. And one thing that I think a lot of people overlook was Overton. Overton was a handyman. Be clear, handymen make two, three hundred, they can make up to, they make six figures. Be clear, he's still a, it's still professional in the sense of he, yo, he can go to, he, you got to go to trade school to do that shit. They took all that shit out of school. So we're not going to say like, you know, Overton wasn't a professional, that motherfucker was. You handyman, plumbing, carpentry, electric, electrical work, you got it. Yo, you go to trade school for that shit. So Overton, I think he was pulling in some, some guap. You know, Maxine Shaw, attorney a lot. Like, they, yo, that show was phenomenal. We give it as roses. Why the fuck we always got to go to white folks for this validation? Why? To my white listeners that fuck with my show, thank you. I fuck with y'all heavy. I'm sure if y'all fuck with my show, y'all fuck with Living Single. You know what I'm saying? But I don't feel like we always need that. We know what it is. Why we always got to keep your listeners? Girlfriends was phenomenal. Give him his, give, give girlfriends his roses. Living single. Classic. Cosby Show, monumental. A different world. Fucking, that's top three for me. Let's keep it a hundred. First of all, rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Martin. In living color, Keenan Ivy Wing should have a shrine in fucking Hollywood. Look how much people came from that camp. When we go down that list, Jamie Foxx, Oscar winner. J-Lo, Grammy, I think she won. Jim Carrey, Damon Wayans, Marlon Wayans, Sean Wayans. Keenan Ivory Wayans needs a Lifetime Achievement Award. I said this on the internet last year. Keenan Ivory Wayans. Keenan Ivory Wayans is a goat of sorts. Production, writing, creating he fucking produced um eddie murphy's raw people didn't know that shit i knew that when i was a kid my pops had the raw tape i'm a credit reader 
I think Robert Townsend has something to do. Robert Townsend too. Let's celebrate our own. What the fuck? Why don't we come up with our own? We're about to we're developing the hip hop um, museum now and shit. Let's create our own. What the fuck? Why we need that validation from the other side? I mean, they they give their own their props, cool as they should. Let's just open up our own shop and like fuck that. Keenan Ivy Wings, here you go, sir. Monumental, thank you. Queen Latifah, thank you. You're an institution. Little girls could watch fucking living single and be like, wow, four black women living together, professionals? Like, they, they, they did that? Yes, they did. Khadijah owned her own fucking magazine, Flavor. And that's the name of her fucking, um, her production company, Queen Latifah. That's amazing, man. Big Les was on the intro of that show, dancing. And she's an institution. I actually posted that. I heard this year or last year. Joe Claire. And Big Les, legends in my eye. They were part of my childhood. They both hosted Rap City. Big Les was a dancer. She hosted. And she was on an iconic show. I think I'm going to play the Living Single um, theme song at the end of this show. I have to. Pay homage. Bow down. Kyle Barker. That motherfucker was in God of War. He voiced how many video games? <laughs> what are we talking about? Those are superstars to me. I see them walking down the street. I'm fanning the fuck out. I'm fanning out, B. Let's give our, you know, give our people their flowers. Fuck validation from the other side. Let's stop that shit. Regine, Sinclair, Sinclair was fucking hilarious. And Black Don't Crack because they all look good. Kim Fields is on that new show, The Upshaws with Mike Epps. Upshaws is a fucking amazing show, by the way. I don't know if y'all peep. The first episode of Living Single, it was actually the Family Matters house they used, that, the set in Cali that they used. And it was set in Brooklyn. I think it was in Brooklyn. Yeah, it was in Brooklyn. But it was in Manhattan. That was, it was supposed to be in Manhattan, of course. But we know they shot in California. But come on, man. We need a living single reunion. Fuck all that shit. A different world reunion. What they doing? I love them. My people, let's ride for each other, man. Let's give each other our flowers. Let's not wait for validation from others. You know what I'm saying? We create culture again. We are culture. Be sure to stream Doreen's favorite. Please, please, please. Once again, rest in peace to the great Paul Mooney. Legend, legend, legend. Go look him up. Go listen to some of his commentary. He, I put him in the same space as Mr. Dick Gregory, the legend Dick Gregory. They're educated, you know, through humor. But, yo, you, the, the gems they're going to drop on you is jewels you can't wear, man. It's Doreen's favorite. Doreen's favorite. It's my debut audio memoir to some amazing production. By the dope Ryan Smith. Ryan Smith White, actually. Amazing work. Listen to the project. Critique it. Please do. It's my life from the minute I landed in America to present day. It's the New Hype Show, and I appreciate y'all. Thank you.
nigger. <clears throat> Stop saying nigger. I'm getting a nigger headache. I can't Stop it, nigga. Stop. But white folks, you shouldn't have made up, nigga. I didn't make it up. It's too bad. I say nigga a hundred times every morning. It makes my teeth white. Nigga, 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 nigga. I ain't scared of that word. And they have me on all the white folks in the nigga shows. I'm the nigga expert. They ask me all kind of stuff about nigga. They had me on CNN, the white lady. You, you might have saw it. They had me on CNN because J-Lo said nigga they had me on there. And the white lady was running around there, blonde hair, blue eyes. And she was crazy as she could be. And she says, oh, now, Paul, Paul, you really don't mind when someone says nigga. You know how white folks are getting on your nerves. I mean, why, Paul? I looked her right in the face. I said, because I like a little salt on my cracker. She dropped mic everything. <laughs> Be sure to get at me on social media. Hit me on Instagram at It's The New Hype Show and Twitter, It's The New Hype. And you can find me on Facebook at The New Hype Show. Send comments, questions, or if you just want to say fuck you, or if you want to send me a donation, holla at me. It's The New Hype Show.